Are you planning a fresh start, a restart, or taking things up a notch on your weight loss and health journey? Are you planning out what you're going to do in the new year? New year, new me. Well, listen in as I talk about what to look for so you can set yourself up for success. Are you struggling to keep your head above water and brushing aside how you physically feel? You know you need to do something to feel better, but what? Nothing's working and you're about to give up. I hear you. I'm Jolene, a nutritional therapy practitioner, a wife, and a furry guardian. Like you, I let my work and everything else get in the way of health, often chasing skinny instead of health until I learned how the body works. Welcome to Holistic Health Made Simple, where I share all the tips, tricks, and science to set you free from the overwhelm of diet culture and frustration with the ever-changing health rules, going beyond the calorie and diet dogma to equip you to be healthy through simple changes to food, mindset, and lifestyle. If you're ready to stop spinning your wheels and learn how to feel better with changes that work for you, results that are undeniable like more energy, improved mood, better sleep, and fat loss, this is the podcast for you. Pop in those headphones, take a deep breath, and let's get healthy. Hey, hey there. You know, we're coming up on that new year and the whole new year, new me. The thought of resolutions, you're coming up with a game of attack of how you're going to lose this weight and get healthy for the last time. But then you're being bombarded with all the influencers and health coaches out there saying, why wait? There's nothing special about January 1st. Start today. Why are you waiting? You should just start today. Well, the science actually is on your side if you choose to wait. Research shows That important milestones, like a new year, a Monday, or a first of the month, can be really helpful when changing our habits. You might be asking, why? Well, it creates this kind of line in the sand between our past and our future. Basically, it develops our old self with our new self. We're planning on being healthy, so that's our new self. Right now, we are what we are. It gives our brain a way to process the change and make it feel like it's more natural. The whole starting fresh thing. Because changing dietary habits is more behavioral than food. When we can get our brain on board, we are more likely to succeed. A better use of your time is to figure out what your goals are, what changes you want to make, What are the changes you need to make for your health? And then start figuring out what you will need to do come the beginning of the year. So yeah, I'm letting you off the hook of starting now. You can start January 1st. You can start Monday. The choice is yours, but you make it. Don't be guilted into doing something that you're not ready for. Trust me, when your brain is on board, you will be a lot more successful. So pick a date. Put that line in the sand for you of that date that you are going to begin changing your habits. With that, I can now give you other tips of what you should look for when you're searching out diet plans, workout plans, coaches, or formulating a plan all on your own. There are certain things we have to take into consideration for long-term success. Stop looking at the shiny objects for quick results. That's not it. You see, there's changes we need to make to reach the goals we want to reach, weight loss, certain health markers, whatever that is. And there are changes that we need to stick with long-term to maintain those goals once we actually reach them. 
Once goals are reached, if you go back to eating the way you did that got you to the point of wanting to lose weight, be healthier, you will end up being right back where you started. And for many, they end up worse. So we need to look at what we're looking at in terms of long-term sustainability. So the first thing we are to be considering is whether the dietary changes are something you can do forever or a modified version of those changes forever. I say a modified version because a lot of us were raised with certain foods or foods of our ancestors. Things like rice and beans or pasta or tortillas or ramen. Um, If you eat these regularly and you all of a sudden go keto, can you give up those foods? Can you give them up during the healing phase and the weight loss cycle? And then realize that you can't reintroduce them in the amounts that you probably eat them now. You've got to keep them at a limit. Is this something that you can actually do that would be sustainable for you? That's something to look at. Then we need to also look at at what the body tolerates. Just because our ancestor ate something does not mean our bodies physically will tolerate it. Like, do we have a food sensitivity? Is it upsetting our gut and causing gut dysbiosis? Is it aggravating our blood sugar controls because we can't get that factor under control? Now, those are all outside things to look at, but if you're looking at it as a temporary thing, it might help to heal and get there. But if you go back to all the food you're eating now, you'll end up right back where you are. Go back to the point I made just a little bit earlier. So making sure that the actual diet is sustainable for you. Like, don't become a vegan if you don't like vegetables. That, that's another one. Or don't become carnivore if you don't eat meat. Those aren't going to be sustainable for you. They're going to be very difficult even to transition into. When it comes to sustainability, a huge red flag is any single plan has special shakes, pills, potions, or packaged foods, you must buy to participate to be able to be successful on the plan. That is considered a quick fix diet and usually not sustainable. I know it sounds like the perfect way to stay on the plan and reach those goals, but what happens when you don't want to keep buying all the stuff they're selling you or it gets too expensive or you decide you don't like it or you reached goal, but now what do you do? You revert back to eating What got you where you are today? Now you could start after you don't want to buy everything anymore, making the healthy changes, but you could save yourself a lot of money and just learn and do that to start with. Because when you stop that stuff, you revert back to real food. You got to know how to eat real food. So you're either going to go back to what you're eating now and then end up like you are today. But why not just start making the healthy changes and implement them as part of your life? And I just want to point out, I am not saying that the addition of a protein shake or some kind of pretty clean frozen food that's a whole food are bad, but they should not be your entire plan and they should not be a daily plan. They should be something as a quick fix when you're in a hurry, something um, as an added if you need extra protein, stuff like that. Now, another thing to watch out for, and this is where it comes to know yourself, there are many plans, coaches, influencers out there that are trying to sell the idea that you can eat everything you love in moderation. Now, for some, this may work. Usually someone who's younger, healthier, and just has a little bit of vanity weight. But for many, 
their health depends on eliminating the things that are making them feel ill. It also depends on eliminating the food triggers because they have an unhealthy relationship with foods. They are addicted to some foods. While I am completely on board that calories are an important equation in losing weight, there is more to a sustainable weight loss than just counting calories. For one, making your metabolism run more efficiently on the food you are eating, giving your body the building blocks to make new healthy cells and run efficiently again. Health is not a number on the scale or a pant size. Long-term weight loss is actually not even a number on the scale or a pant size. It comes from health, and health comes out of eating the best way for your body. We've got to remember, when we talk and we look and we talk about weight loss, we are actually talking about being a smaller person. We are not necessarily talking about our relationship to gravity. We want to look and feel good in the skin we're in and be healthy to do the things we are trying to do. If you are looking at a coach, a nutrition practitioner, a coaching program, they should provide you with education on the how, the what, the why of what they are suggesting for you to eat and lifestyle changes they are suggesting. If they just give you a pamphlet and say, follow this, and it's the same pamphlet they give to everybody else, Run. It is not being tailored to you and they are not equipping you to learn how to tailor it to you. Also, you will not be working with that person forever. They should be teaching you the tools to be successful without them. I know it's a very bad business model, but I'm successful if you're successful without me after I teach you what you need to learn. So look for a plan that relies on real whole foods, and teaches you how to balance a meal, teaches you how to figure out what foods you might be sensitive to, teaches you how to adapt and when to adapt. A successful plan will teach you how to adapt to your unique needs. It will empower you to make those healthy choices that work best for you, not what works best for the coach. It will also make you make choices without instilling any fear of a particular food. It builds a healthy relationship with foods. We should not fear real food. Now, some foods won't work for you. That's fine, but you don't need to fear them. You just avoid them. For many, a group style approach is a good fit as they not only get the education and the coaching, but they get the support they need, especially at the beginning. And it's often a lot less expensive than working one-on-one with someone. There are four things I focus on personally with myself as well as with all of my clients. Real whole foods, building a foundation of the basics, attention to gut health, and then we dive into how to manipulate calories, how to manipulate macros in a sustainable way for long-term success. With a strong foundation of healthy habits, reaching goals is infinitely easier. If you want to get more tips and tricks from me right in your inbox, head on over to holistichealthmadesimple.com and join the newsletter. Learn how to be your best, healthiest self because jumping from one quick fix to another may get you into those skinny jeans, but for how long? If you want long-term results, 
you have to think of long-term strategies, long-term changes. You also have to think about health and adaptability. For women especially, what you do now won't work six months from now. And what you did in your 20s will not work in your 30s. And what you did in your 30s will not work in your 40s. And what you did in your 40s will not work in your 50s. You learn how to protect your metabolism and utilize cutting tools. You know, the ones that make you lose the weight. We need to utilize these cutting tools strategically to make a world of difference. And patience, my friends. Patience is key. Weight loss is not linear. It is not fast. It is slow and steady, especially when you're in it for the long haul. The last bit of advice is me personally pleading with you to make all changes from a dietary standpoint to an exercise standpoint and lifestyle from a place of love. Eating healthy, moving your body, taking care of your health is not a form of punishment. It's a privilege. Stop thinking of it as a form of punishment. Stop hating your body. Start loving it enough to take small steps forward to a healthier you. Far too often, we think of what we have to give up, but we don't think of the life, the energy, and the experiences we gain once we are truly healthy and thriving. On that note, my friends, I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening in today. I hope you got some nuggets to take on your health journey. Remember, this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes. No medical advice is being given. By listening to this podcast, you agree to the full disclaimer, which is linked in the show notes. If you found this podcast helpful, could you take 30 seconds and leave a review? Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps others discover my show. Once again, thank you for being part of my community. Until next time, have a blessed day.